on last week's Irrevelations. How does the nation ruled by the one true God, created by the one true God, protected by the one true God, get their kicked by a bunch of savages. He's built this perfect vineyard. For some reason, the grapes aren't working. Instead of saying, maybe I need to work on, you know, the chemical makeup of my soil, or maybe I need to get more water, or maybe, you know, I planted the wrong time of year. Instead of thinking any of this, he immediately destroys the vineyard. It's like when someone raises a dog and all they do is treat it with hate and beat it, you know, and starve it and kick it. And then it bites a kid. They're like, well, I guess I got to put it down. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Yeah, deep stuff. Thanks, Solomon, I'm assuming. You know, God here is saying like, yeah, by the way, I'm going to turn all the nations against you. I am going to create a planet filled with anti-Semites because you guys weren't good enough Jews. God would have to send someone to make sure his people keep up so that he gets to kill them because he has a huge murder boner these jews are like we was kings you know oh we were the best you know we're back you know yeah living in their sure. government funded housing you know okay i see what you're doing <laughs> big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Listen the The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Wait, hold on. Before we start, did you secure your microphone to a soft thing? Oh, no. Because I was listening to the last episode, and again, it's just clack, 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 and then then the padding solves it. There's a, there's a, uh, it's, it's a, what's those things called to go around a beer? Coaster. Koozie. 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 Yeah. It's a koozie from Dan and Tatum's wedding. Oh. Snagged, snagged one of those. Oh, yeah. I've got like six of those if you ever want any more. Uh, I was just at I his house and he just gave me like, he had like six on the tower. He's like, I'm trying to get okay. rid of these. He's like, fuck yeah, man. I'll email him. I'll tell him to bring some to Vegas. Uh, you, can have, right. you can have like most of mine. I was like, uh, I never use koozies. No, I'm going to go to the source. You can go to the source. I uh, I was at a I was at a New Year's Eve party. We'll get to your I don't joke. use koozies either. The, the, you know, yeah. I, I don't use koozies. I was at a party and someone handed me a beer without a koozie and was like uber apologetic. Like, oh, I'm sorry. We don't have koozies. We don't have koozies. I was like, I don't. Yeah. Who owns koozies? Although, I, like Mitch does Everyone. that all the time. Like, he'll just have like a backpack full of koozies. He won't hand out a beer without it. So maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a festival culture thing, like drinking in public kind of thing, you know? Cause yeah, I just feel like it's a family thing. You know, you're a koozie family or you're not. You're a coaster family or you're not. Yeah, you're either you know? a, you're either a pack of koozies or you're non koozies. Some people I've noticed have doors on their bathrooms, so it's like different <laughs> strokes. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a certain there's there's a second class of people. There's there's a there's a there's a divide in this country that we we haven't figured out, and it's koozies and non koozies. You know, yeah, pack of koozies. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so they had it. They were like, I apologize. I was like, I've never, I've never thought about having a koozie in my life. It's not a big deal. 
I guess it's okay, an insulation are, thing, but whatever. Are are we actually going to have this in the opening of the yeah, show today? Yeah, this is it. This is it. This is okay. what, what's your joke? Well, it's not a joke. It's the second day of the year, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a new year, and so I wanted to bring that up. And I thought, But I wanted to say something about it. Okay. And all you see on social media right now is, oh, wow, glad 2021 is over. And the idea of that just, just makes me so pissed off. And it's like, do you think your stupid fucking pathetic life is going to change? Because <laughs> they're like, oh, it's going to be, oh, no, none of my favorite old ass fuck celebrities are going to die this year. And, yeah. you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. shut the fuck up. I feel like, I feel like that started with Trump. Not to say that he's to blame. Not to say that he's to blame. But yeah. I felt like when Trump became president, something about the way we treat negative news became some more prevalent. I don't know if that was just because the media kind of became like a total shit show right after that. Not yeah. that it was great before, but it seemed like after Trump, it was like, Trump eats a hot dog. Fuck you. You know, and it was like, so I don't know if it was just more more the same, but, you know, because like Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and I feel like that was oh, the yeah. start. But, uh, yeah, because f- there was the whole fuck 2020 thing. And, like, yeah. granted, a lot of bad things happened in 2020, right? Coronavirus and, right. like, uh, Floyd, George Floyd and all this shit. Yeah, yeah 2020 was rough. So, and this is also COVID. Last year. I remember when 20, but, like, also, but that's what they said when 2020 happened. They're like, goodbye, 2019. Goodbye, COVID. This, one's gonna yeah, be, yeah. this is going to be my year, you know? Yeah. And let's face it. Every single thing that was bad about those years is just now compiled with the bad things that happened this year. Like, are and, we? And, and I don't know. Are we privileged? Or let's let's uh, let's talk about the new year. Are we? Are we just privileged fucks? Because I remember, yeah. I think when twenty twenty ended, and that was sort of the first year where people. I don't think people had quite gotten because I think the COVID quarantines and the working from home and the isolation really started sort of March, early summer of sure. twenty twenty. Yeah. So, like, that holiday season, the first one where you couldn't, like, see your family or couldn't be with your kids or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I remember, like, people were like, oh, well, thank God 2020 is over. Time for 2021. And, like, yeah. 2021, also quite awful. But I-, I guess you and me sort of weather it because, I don't know, I-, I-, I can't speak for you, but I myself, I- I'm not just weathering the COVID storm. I'm fucking living my best yeah, life. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I work from home three days a week. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like, such that I saw Bo Burnham's uh, A Year in Review, uh, a Revelations podcast, A Year in Review. I saw Bo Burnham's Inside, of course. Yeah. Uh, did you see that? I, I know we st- I didn't I, finish it. I, I, I was staying with you, and we started it. I, don't, I, didn't, well, I, I haven't finished it either. I wasn't that interested in it. Yeah, I was watching it with Sierra, and she was like, I'm done. And she's like more of a Bo Burnham fan than me, so I was like, well, if she doesn't watch it, I don't Yeah, care. me too. I, that's how I felt. I saw, I saw that. Uh, Definitely had white, its moments. White woman's Instagram. I was like, oh, okay, you know. And yeah. I saw that several times, but I never saw past it. Like I was like, eh, it's not, it's not particularly interesting enough to stay me hooked. But I was yeah. like online, and I was reading the reviews and people talking about, it, and they're like, oh, he has captured the year, and he's right. We have all survived a trauma, and the fact that oh I can't God. go outside. I was like, what a bunch of fucking pussies. 
Like, am I it's crazy funny because here? It's, it's funny because the people who are actually suffering have to still go to their shitty little jobs and serve you and, like, Grubhub your shit to you, you right. know? Like, fuck you with your luxurious office job that you get to work from home. That's what like, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Are, are we the fucking pieces of shit? Because I yeah, didn't understand. I don't I've never complained it. about COVID. Okay. Like, I have ne- nothing about COVID has been negative to me. I'm not going to pretend it has. I've never, right. I haven't caught it once. I had to pay for a couple tests. That sucked. I guess I just got my booster. I felt a little shitty the next day. That's it. I, I still fucking do everything I wanted to. Maybe <laughs> I'm just like maybe because I I feel like I'm peak living. One, I'm vaccinated yeah. and boosted. I didn't even have a negative side effect. Nice. I, I didn't even really feel the shot. I was like, yeah, man, just stick it in there. I'm gonna go order some pork chops and I was at Publix. You know, I was like, I'm gonna get some pork what chops co- and have a sweet. What meal. if COVID is something that you just manifested? Into the world, <laughs> I, I agree. That would be I'm, so good for you. I'm, I'm COVID Mary, uh, but yeah. So, so, so when I saw people like you know, like I, from a distance, I don't understand what's going on, and and maybe that's the difference. But uh, you know, like I don't know. I don't understand people freaking out and like fighting Walmart employees and be like, I'm not wearing a mask. That's an extreme <laughs> side, of course. But even yeah. then, like the people Those crying and and be like, I'm going to commit suicide because I haven't been to a New Year's Eve party. I'm like, ah, Jesus Christ! Buddy. Why would yeah. you go to a New Year's Eve party? Well, like you, yeah, you would do that on purpose. I would never intentionally go to a New Year's Eve party. I sat yeah. at home drinking, and you know what Same. my New Year's Eve was like? Because today's the second. You know what my New Year's Eve was like? Was at Missy went out because she wants to do things. I stayed at home, and at ten forty-five at night, I was like, you know what I'm gonna make twelve. Does it? I'm gonna make. I'm gonna turn twelve eggs into twenty four deviled eggs. Yeah, I just sat around in my underwear, like mixing relish with mustard. Like I fucking had a great New Year's. I fucking rolled it in, and then I sat alone at my desk and I played video games, just waffling down fucking deviled eggs. You know? Yeah. We watched like we watched like five hours of prestige television and got drunk and fell asleep. (laughs) What is prestige television? Well, just like you know. Like highbrow shows. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was like, I was like, good. Missy, Missy called me Just at kidding, New Year's Eve. It was Eve The Witcher. Oh, oh. But anyways, it's <laughs> uh, great. Is Dude, it? Season two is fantastic. Really? But we'll get into. Well, we well, actually, let's now. end the episode. We're going to talk about Witcher two or the Witcher okay. Witcher season two because I haven't seen it, but uh, I'm curious about your uh, experience because um, okay. I'm confident I will not like it, and I'll tell you why when we get to that. But um. Why? Because you're a pussy. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Um, but uh, like Missy called me at like New Year's, like Happy New Year's. I just hung up the phone because she was drunk, and I don't want to deal with that. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, like, gross. Yeah, yuck. Um, but yeah, so like when I saw people referring to Bo Burns inside, be like, yeah, we're all feeling, you know, just this generation's all feeling just kind of suicidal, and 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 the and the planet's slowly cooking, and I'm gonna, I cry myself to sleep every night. And I'm just depressed. I was like, Jesus, buddy. Yeah, like I don't know, and maybe maybe I'm like just slowly descending into boomerism, you know. But I was like, you know, in World War One or uh, World War Two, you know, in London they were just getting bombed and had to sleep underground with no power. And I, I think I think you'll be fine. Yeah, demonstrably worse. And I mean, yeah. just look at people, the people that get hit by hurricanes every year and just get like shuffled around. Yeah, you know, into like different government housing because their latest house and everything they own was destroyed. And, and their kids have to go to a new school. And maybe that's I mean, the, uh, maybe that's the, yeah. maybe that's why I don't relate to it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, we, we've suffered traumas in our lives. I haven't suffered two years of like, I don't know, not, but I, I don't know. I went to the beach. I, 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 I just don't know if it's affecting anyone as strongly as people say they're being affected. But maybe, maybe I'm roganizing I, it, you know, and I'm just like, I'm just like, well, yeah, bro, bring back comedy clubs. I don't know. 
there's still so much shit you can do, right? And safely. Even if you are, like, super nervous about catching COVID, mm-hmm. which, fine, whatever. I don't care. But, like, you can go outside, you know? Yeah. Walk, like, walk your dog. There's a, there's a lot to experience. You can have, like, a small group of, like, social group, you know, that you feel safe with. Like, it's not hard. And even then, like... like- I, I, what genuinely are you missing out on? And, and guess, who's like, honestly isolated anymore? Like, who's not on Twitter all the fucking time, dicking around with other assholes, true. constantly talking, you know? We're yeah. more connected than we've ever been. I, I don't go a single fucking day without talking to multiple people, just online and in chats and stuff like that, or texting. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it seems weird. I guess if you're, like, you're severely immunocompromised, maybe. That would suck. Like, if you knew COVID would kill you, for real? What's weird is that those people still existing, you know? Like, if yeah, ever there was why? a time where people are aggressively trying to spread diseases and we could all just get rid of all the immunocompromised people all at once. Although, I guess that's something yeah. that affects people. It's not really genetic, but, uh, like, people with cancer and chemo and stuff like that. But Yeah, but them, too. Yeah, them, too. <laughs> why do we need to? Why, why do we, we need should br- Let's get him out of the gene pool. Let's so, get this 90-year-old man out of the gene let's, pool. Uh, let's just do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. We're going to talk about things that happened this year, and we're just going to vote up and down. You know? All right. Okay. Uh, the, is it good or is it bad? Yeah. yeah. Is that we're the playing? Great Resignation. What's that? You don't know what that? You've never heard this term before? Is that when all the cops quit because of uh, uh, No, that, would, that would be great. No. Uh, I, I, well, that sounds great. <laughs> I, the Marines just pushed out 200 people for COVID. Oh. Not vaccinated. Everyone was like, wow, 0.11%. <laughs> That's how you, you yeah, did it. Yeah. 0.11%. What a, Wait. We've lost all the high testosterone Christian men. Like It's over. Did, and did you see the Afghanistan, the anti, the guy that John, I think, posted or someone, mm. the guy, it was like a major or a lieutenant colonel or something that no. uh, went on this rant on Facebook against his command and like the the failure of leadership to not leave Afghanistan cleanly. Oh, the guy that got fired for calling yeah, Biden. and of course, wow, now he's going on Tucker. Wow, who could have seen that coming? He's going to I don't do think meet- Tucker pays that much, though. I don't think you can make a career does, going on Tucker once. It gets you a book, it gets you a book deal. No one's buying that fucker's Go, book. Here, here, here's yes, what I think about that. They, dude, they were already GoFundMeing him. He, he, he already... Here's what I think. So he might he might do okay, but there is the market is fucking saturated with fucking rubes who quit their jobs and took a line in the sand because they're not going to take the fucking vaccine or whatever. And I know he's not. That's not really his point, but yeah, in the yeah. same genre, the, the market's going to be saturated. There's eight thousand fucking people begging for a book deal to talk about their you know their struggle or what have you, you know. And I'm just not, you know, I just I don't think anyone's interested anymore. And then now that Trump's vaccinated and was like hyping it up, Candace Owen, like imagine that shit. Like you quit your job, planning on like starting the next revolution where we're not going to take it, you know. And you're just blaring ACDC in the parking lot doing donuts at the hospital you no longer can work at, and you're like, yeah, we're going to prove it to you. You guys are going to go to the Hague for war crimes against me, and then I Trump's wish. like, "I took the vaccine too," and they, yeah. So I think there's just going to be a lot of unemployed boobs. I, I don't the think there's enough money to then? go around. I just don't think there's enough money to go around to all the people who threw their lives away for Trump. There's not enough money. No, but that guy will absolutely end up on top. I'll bet my soul on it. <laughs> well, and, he, he, and I he think does. he's going to be a politician. I think he'll. He's got the military background. Um, he isn't. I don't. It doesn't appear to be like a COVID guy, right? Which splits even some people on the right. Like he is purely about this Afghanistan thing, which even a bunch of liberals agree with, unfortunately, because they're fucking well, rubes. What's the argument said. that they they're glad we they're not they didn't like the way we left Afghanistan? I think everyone likes leaving yeah. Afghanistan. 
no, no, no. But they don't like the way we did it, which yeah. is which is a thing that even in like liberal media, has I just been don't think anyone cares. A refrain. I, I don't think that's well, going to go back. It, you know, they the, even the fucking you know Pelosi's and shit no, pieces I, of the world in the moment. Get back over in the there. moment, the optics were garbage and like people falling off the planes and stuff. But I mean, eighteen horrible things happen every day. So I don't know. I just don't think. I know, but I think that that guy is going to be able to drum it up and be like a moderate Republican figure. He just needs to move in and challenge Marjorie Taylor Greene's. Anyone can do that. Well, she just got kicked off Twitter. R.I.P. Anyway, no. So what I was talking about, the great resignation is people quitting their jobs in droves, not necessarily because of vaccines, but because fuck capitalism. Oh. You know know what I'm talking about? Like the fact that like Wendy's can't keep staff and like McDonald's can't keep staff. Because like. Yeah, because they can't meet the demand for labor price-wise. Quote-unquote, there's a labor shortage, and oh, people don't want to work anymore. But also, like, I'm not going to pay a living wage. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Everyone should have to work eight jobs. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Everyone should have to work eight jobs in their uh, one-bedroom apartment with their four roommates to struggle yeah. by for their... Uh, another thing that I don't relate to, someone was talking about student loans and canceling the student loan debt. And someone was telling me, that someone on Twitter was saying that they're... Loan amount increases debt yeah. by five hundred dollars a month. Like it yeah, actually, they can't pay off enough to to keep up with interest. Right, they can't pay enough to keep up with interest. And in you know, I guess when you take a hundred thousand dollars of debt and then you don't pay it off, you don't start paying for six years, and so it's just yeah. accruing that mass. You know, that it can be difficult. But all these things that I don't yeah, relate to but from a distance, trying to grasp. Yeah. So yeah, the Great Resignation: people quitting jobs, ten-hour lines at. Uh, McDonald's. What are you, good or bad for America? Not real. That's what I would say. <laughs> it's not real. You don't think it's real? I think. I think it's I real. I think. To- I think there's a massive amount. I think there's a quote unquote. I think there's a labor shortage, but it's not like there's a shortage of people looking for work. There's a shortage of companies recognizing that the paradigm has shifted, and you, you know, they- I just drove uh, fifteen hours okay. one way. So I did it both. So really, thirty-ish hours mm-hmm. across America, the heartland. Yeah, the heartland, America's core. S- stopping in on small towns all over the place and big cities. <laughs> Guess what? I didn't see. I didn't see a fucking single place closed. It was like Christmas Day right. Eve, and everything was open. Everything fucking running like a goddamn. I, I don't think that's the and, issue. Go ahead, and continue. let me get, and let me say this: right. this whole like, oh, the supply chain shutting down because of Biden or whatever. Nope, everything I wanted. I could just pick it up at the store. Every fucking everything that my mind could come up with, right. I grabbed it. You were like, "Let me was, get four tires and a pair of diapers," and you know, everything I wanted was there. So honestly, I think it's all lies. So probably all lies. Yes, you're right. There's no, there's no shortage of workers. There's no shortage of bullshit stuff that I want to fill my house with. I never know what side to take. So I, I went to a. Oh shit! What day is it? Today's the second. Fuck! My suit's at the dry cleaners, uh, and it's <laughs> okay. been there since. Let's the wrap this up then. They haven't Let's messaged wrap me. This up. Let's wrap okay. this up. I gotta go pick it up. But uh, the uh, the reason is is like I was supposed to go see the Nutcracker, which uh, sucked. Actually, it's all right, whatever. But I went and saw the Nutcracker downtown the, uh, in Orlando, and yeah. uh, I took in my gray suit from my wedding. I was gonna wear it again, you know. Yeah. And I take it to the dry cleaner, and I, like on the door, they like yeah, next day service, and I'm like, good. The play is on Saturday. It's a Thursday. I'm, I'm fucking golden, right? Yeah. I was like, you yeah. So they're like, day. and they as I brought it in, they're like, when do you need this by? And I was like, I was hoping to have it by Saturday, 
Saturday morning. I'll give you an extra day, you know. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> they laughed in my fucking face. And they're like, yeah, we don't do that. It's going to be at least two weeks. All right, what does next day service mean, you stupid and fucking I, pieces of exactly shit? Exactly. I, I was like, well, your sign says next day service. And he's like, listen, I had four people quit. And the guy I had today is uh, no called. Literally, the people working the dry cleaner were the owners. And they were like, you know, it's so bad. We can't get the next day service. And I and I thought to myself, be like, yeah, fuck my suit. I don't care. You pay your fucking people. <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I, you know, I, I would have walked out. I, I, I think the age of like being pissed at the workers you know like oh people don't want to work and fuck them blah, blah. i was like i used to i worked a minimum wage fucking job i worked at universal studios i worked at fucking yeah. bass pro those were the worst jobs on the planet i would never i i completely uh commiserate with all the people telling their bosses to fuck off i wish i had done it i i i, I you know fuck yeah them. but yeah so I'm, I'm all about it i think it's real every place i've ever been to talks about how they're short staff which might oh. be self-inflicted at least yeah, here in Orlando. It is. You're picking these places. I went to fucking to get my shit dry cleaned the other day. Mm-hmm. And they were like, do you want this back today? And I'm like, no. Just calm down. I don't need it. <laughs> Can you wait in the parking lot? I'm going to run out and do it the second. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I think also Orlando is kind of a fucky city. Like, well, our, it is our, a shit. It's a shithole. It's a shithole. But more importantly, like our rent and our cost of living is going through the roof and wages are yeah. not matching. So I think just in general, people are kind of suffering. But That's the nature, them. I think. That's like, I mean, there's, Orlando actually, I think, is one of the most fucked cities on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of uh, what's happening there, you know? What like, do you mean? That besides our, that besides that our notorious sex trafficking. That. Right. So, one, th- one. Uh, two, is that it's got this, like, really weird sheen of, like, the Disney sheen. You right. Know? It's like this fucking facade that's built up. Right. And then beneath that is just. Pulse. A nasty core. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, just the, the like, living, the, like, working poor. Oh. kind of hold up at yeah that make that all possible that that op- that run your little fucking tourist traps that do all this shit there's so many people that are just absolutely at or slightly even below the poverty line living like hand to mouth it is that are it, it, holding that machine up it is weird how much of the city is essentially operated by a cult of like disney yeah. and universal studios employees of people who are fucking broke and they spend all their money at the places where they work. Yeah. You know? It's like a company town thing with the yeah, mines. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And, but I'm not even talking just about Disney employees. I'm talking about all the infrastructure that holds that up. There's still, like, so many... Real, like, you could go find some ratty-ass places. It, it is a city populated primarily by bartenders and uh, yeah. waiters not and that stuff. Not that every city doesn't have some level of that. I feel like Orlando just really thrives yeah, yeah, in that yeah. field. Well, yeah, again, and sex traffickers. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so wait, what were we talking about? Twenty twenty one review. Yeah, it sucked. Go. It was all right. Yeah, <laughs> it was fine. It was it was done. I had a great. Year. It's the same Did as last year, year and it's the same as next year. It was fine. Yeah, it's all right. I thought yeah. it was, I thought. It was I mean, a we went year. to Puerto Rico. Yeah. So yeah, I got I got married. You and I partied. We had two. We had two weddings to go to. That was badass. Yeah. Great COVID. COVID super spreader events. <laughs> <laughs> Mine less so, but I've was. definitely been to one super yeah. super spreader event. That yeah, was too many yeah. people, but uh, yeah, yeah. So it was a good year. So if if you're one of our listeners and you're suffering and you're coming to us to like help so ease the uh, ease the the boredom and ennui of your life, um, fuck you. We don't relate to you. We're better. No, no, no. I think if you're hearing this and you had a bad year mm-hmm. and want to fucking whine about it, come on the pod. 
Yeah, come on the pod. Tell us about send it. us an email. I would love it. Let's go. Let, we we should go. Uh, you know, all right, I'm. Gonna, I swear to God, this is the. I'll tell you what. Uh, resolution goals for this year. New Year's resolutions. One. Guess. I'm gonna get our Twitter back on. I've been talking about it for a year now. Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna today. Do it, do it today. today. Do it today. And then we're just yeah. gonna start bringing it. That's, that's something I want to do with this podcast. More interviews with people we hate. Let's bring them on. Yeah. All we ever had was resol- that unget guy. Yeah, we need more guys. Still on. think about that Nazi. Um, my New Year's resolution is that I'll get better shoes. I need new shoes. Oh, nice. All right, so we're both we both got plans. All right, yeah. well, uh, so uh, <laughs> welcome to the Revelations podcast. I'm Cole, and I'm Grant, and we're on episode one forty eight. One forty eight. Does that sound right? That sounds right. That's right. I, I wrote okay. it down, so I think it's right. Nice. I did it from. I did. I shot from the hip on that. Shot from Kinda the proud. hip. Um, we are still in the Book of Isaiah. And let's see, we took one week off, right? Just one. Christmas week off. Yeah, who can blame us? So hope you had a Merry Christmas or whatever you celebrate. What does Kabbalah people do? I don't know. Do uh, they do Hanukkah too? They're a type of Jew, right? They're a type of Jew. I don't know if they do Hanukkah. I got into a fight at work once, kind of. Hanukkah's way back before Christmas, though. I've seen a lot of Jews get offended because people say Happy Hanukkah on Christmas to them. And they're like, fuck you. Like, we, it it's, a, it's own thing. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I feel okay. like it's like Easter where it's not like a specific, it's like a, I don't know, it's some Jew shit. It's like after the third full moon or whatever. Yeah, I don't like know. Like Passover versus you know, Easter. A and all wizard that. Yeah. chimes a bell and they know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got a light argument at work because I was talking about it. And I was like, well, you know, Hanukkah is kind of like a new thing. It's like a recent thing. Recenter, recenter. Yeah. Well, kind of. And the guy was it's like, "From the temple." And the guy I was okay. working with was just this smug fuck. He's like, "Well, maybe you should do a little bit more reading and research about what you're talking about." And I was like, "Well, you don't know what the fuck no. I'm talking about." It definitely was like a festival or a holiday. It's not in the Bible. It's just some bullshit that they're like, "Oh yeah, remember that time we had a bunch of oil?" But it wasn't a thing until like America really started celebrating Christmas, right? And so, so all the Christian kids are playing with Legos and train sets and shit, and the Jews are just sitting there out in the cold, and they're like, well, we got to find some kind of holiday to compete. And so was, I, I think, and I don't know the exact date, but I was pretty sure that it was like sometime in the 1960s, like a bunch of American Jews were like, all right, we got to start, we got to find some way to compete with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and all that other bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're getting fucking, yeah. de- we're getting destroyed in the culture war, so we got to find some way to compete. I mean, same with the African diaspora, right? Uh, African diaspora? You talking about Kwanzaa? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that I the guess. history of that too? It's like almost the same story. Um, Kwanzaa's a little bit fucky. It's around the same time. I might be confusing the two. Like, I know Kwanzaa's also like a '60s, '70s sort of invention. Uh, I saw I saw Marjorie was it Marjorie Taylor Greene or was it Rachel Bobart who was like oh the the religion of Kwanzaa is a fake one <laughs> he said oh, Kwanzaa no. is a fake religion and everyone's like it's not a religion it's just a holiday it's just a celebration of like unity yeah it's like, just a celebration it. of black culture which it is goofy like I, I I try to understand it but like you light a candle seven candles based on I think a it's not Nigerian it's a West African tradition or something like that but. It's yeah, it's seven principles. Seven based principles, on. but like one of them's like buy yeah. local, you know, and the other one's like, uh, but from a very true response that Christianity is nef- is Christianity it's not buy local. It's cooperative economics. <sighs> yeah, all right. It means reinvesting in your community. But yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. cynical about this one. Buy thing that, local, you know. 
I think Kwanzaa's cool, but that's just the, the, it's the, just new. The, is all I'm saying. The 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 uh, the third candle is attack Korean uh, gas stations. Okay, all right. I see what you're doing here, and frankly, it's insulting. Um, but it's not a religion, you know. It's just a, it's just a sort of a cultural thing. But yeah. uh, in competition, because well, we they, because by rightly so, and this is something that's kind of pushed on, is that Christianity is primarily a tool of the white devil to, yes. you know, create classism. Solely a tool of the white yeah. devil. It was literally introduced into black culture to help uh, suppress slaves. Yes. So, yeah. Like, hey, you can sing this like song. Hey, and we, that should help. We've got some hymns that'll help you recognize your place as our fucking property. Yeah, I I will say that. Obviously, no offense, but those like little southern black churches, right. incredibly cucked. Oh yeah, they're a bunch of fucking I Uncle Tobs, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Well. Oh Lord, oh, Lord. like you guys are just doing what white people tell you. You're you're yeah. fucking cucks for the man. Yeah. Obviously, not our place to say that, but we did anyway. We did though. Um, yeah, um, okay. I'm Can sorry we that talk it, about it's the like Bible? I, I put it up <laughs> there with like no, no. We're gonna keep talking because I want to talk about pig knuckles. Another like I was talking about <laughs> soul food, and I saw this on an episode of the Boondocks, and it didn't click for me. But I think it was an episode of the Boondocks was talking about like all the way that African culture, African American culture, Afro American culture has sort of um, popularized quote unquote soul food. You know, yeah. and they're eating pig knuckles and pickled eggs and collard greens collard and stuff greens. like that. Yeah. yeah. And, well, of course, they had to learn how to cook it and use it because it literally was the parts of the food that yeah, white people just wouldn't deal with. You know, like, yeah, eat these yeah. roots and, you know, the parts of the pig we don't want. Yeah. Which really is a testament to, you know, obviously a culture based on surviving slavery. Yes. But I, I don't know. Grit. Is it something you, is it something you leave behind? Glor- yeah, is it something you glorify or leave behind? And Kwanzaa is an example of them being like, no, 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 that shit was pushed on us in slavery. We don't yeah, need to keep it. Yeah, we're doing our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, good for I them. Agree. So, I agree with Kwanzaa more Kwanzaa's so than cool. I do with Hanukkah. Fuck Hanukkah. That's stupid. Yeah. I need to learn more about Hanukkah, though, before I really <laughs> talk shit. I don't... Well, we won't get we, to it in the Bible. It's just we'll get, it's a well, true. story. Yeah, whatever. But we can talk more about it next year. It has about next, as much legitimacy hey, as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's next really holiday season story. will be ha- well, Hanukkah. We'll, we'll, Hanukkah. We'll celebrate Hanukkah properly. We'll get the stuff, yeah. the candles, the dreidel. You know what? Well, actually, all right. So next Hanukkah, that, that's another reunion uh, uh, resolution. When Hanukkah comes around, we're going to record every single day for Hanukkah. Just to just a side up, yeah. Side up the seven days of Hanukkah or twelve days or whatever. Seven days of whatever. All right. Anyway, so okay. podcast. So we're, we're talking about the Bible. We're talking about this is Isaiah. We're episode one forty eight, as we mentioned. Also worth noting that we're still in Isaiah, and this week we are covering two chapters, most likely. That's Isaiah seven and eight. So let's do a quick. It's been a couple weeks. Quick recap: What's going on? Isaiah is basically just talking shit about how fucked up Israel I, and Judah is. I, I so for this episode, I actually went back and read Kings and Chronicles, and Chronicles for the so exact time frame. So, so, so you can kind of just to give you people a grasp because this is about the time where Isaiah actually starts dealing with people. So, as a brief recap of what happened around this time in Second Kings. Uh, Israel, the northern tribes, it's Israel and Judah. Isaiah is in the kingdom of Judah. All right. Israel had had multiple coups and they are kind of at the end stage circling the drain. As you recall, at the end of Israel's sort of time, 
they were not even a complete line anymore. They were just kind of, they, they kept having assassinations and coups and this king takes over, blah, 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 blah. And they had a general agreement with Syria to oppose Judah. So yes. Israel and Syria are attacking Judah. Yes. I'm really reading out of Second Kings chapter 16. Or Second Chronicles or chapter twenty-eight. Those two, same, yeah. Although same fucking Second Kings sixteen. They're both the same time frame. Second Kings sixteen is more in depth. I, I well, I think uh, I think Second Kings sixteen. Well, I guess they both kind of cover what they Assyria have different was stuff. Doing. I guess they have different stuff. I I, I really focus more on Second. In Kings, fact, but. in Second Chronicles chapter twenty-eight, I have a huge section where I wrote, "Here's context that's missing from Kings." So mm. there's a lot of stuff there. Now, one thing really important before we get too deep into this that I want to point out is how I think egotistical Isaiah's writing is here. Mm. That it's so focused on what he's doing and doesn't mention some very important things that were talked about in Kings and Chronicles, right? Well, let's let, let's do a brief recap of the history of it and then we'll talk about Isaiah. So, okay. uh, Ahaz, his father was good, but not good enough. Like a good king, I think it was Jotham? Jotham, yeah. Uh, Jotham was a good king who worshipped God, but he would not get rid of the high places. Yeah, which no one fucking did, yeah. right, basically? Ahaz, Ahaz takes over. In Kings, they just call him an evil king. In uh, Chronicles, they're like, oh, by the way, he likes to burn children alive. So Yeah, whatever. Um, he burns his own kids alive, so he's kind of a fucky. Israel and Syria are forming a pact to destroy Judah. They're attacking it. They're taking people. They take uh, a frame, Eloth which was a major seaport and huge economic uh, stronghold for Judah. So them losing Eloth was a big deal. Um, Ahaz is pushed to the very limit, so he forms a pact with Assyria, loots the temple of all its silver, pays off the Assyrians, and hires the Assyrians to destroy Syria and eventually northern tribes. Yeah, Uh, solid plan. Assyria's like, yeah, I fucking hate Syria, so I'll take your silver anyway, because I was going to do it probably anyway, yeah, and yeah. I'm just going to kick their ass. Assyria comes in, kicks the shit out of Syria, then kicks the shit out of the northern tribes, captures all of them. And then, of course, eventually kicks the shit out of Judah. But Yeah, well, no, no, he never, uh, Assyria never, I mean, Assyria will eventually attack Judah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that happens Not during the then. time of Hezekiah. Ahaz... Sucks off Assyria, goes to Assyria. Yeah, he temporarily saves Judah he, from their wrath. Yeah, yeah. He, Assyria destroys Syria. The northern tribes destroys them, captures them, spreads their people to the wind. Ahaz goes to Assyria, likes their jam, copies their gods and their altars, shuts down the temple for God, and yeah. installs Assyrian gods in the temple. Well, clearly they're doing better. Yeah, yeah, he was like, fuck our gods, fuck this new god. We gotta do what uh, Assyria does. They're obviously the main power. Uh, yeah. He dies, Hezekiah takes over, Hezekiah makes one last-ditch effort to save Israel, um, uh, resists Assyria, Assyria goes away, and then Hezekiah pisses off some Babylonians, and that's kind of the whole, that's sort of Hezekiah's deal. And we'll, we'll cover that more in depth later. I mean, but. isn't a big part of this message always that might makes right? And doesn't it make sense that they would fucking go with the flow on this one? Uh, I mean, what is God's blessing literally is just in the form of uh, their ability to murder their neighbors. Uh, yeah. It doesn't seem like he helps anything other. Like, so if he's not doing that for you, then it's like, well, 
Do I trade up? <laughs> if he likes you, know? you, you'll kill your neighbors. If he doesn't yeah. like you, your neighbors will kill you. That's sort of where we're at with the Bible. Yeah, but. so if you see someone literally killing their entire neighborhood, then you're like, well, I guess that guy's God is But that's that's just that's just the recap we want our listener to have in mind, is that at this point in time that we're about to cover Isaiah and his bullshit, um, Israel and Syria are attacking Judah. Ahaz is the king of Judah. And Ahaz is like, fuck, man, they keep kicking our ass. We have to find some way to oppose our own brethren. So what's going on here? We know that Aram or Syria and Ephraim or Israel, uh, different names for the same places. We know that those two countries are plotting. They've got their alliance. They're about to strike. And that's when Isaiah steps in with something that he learned from God. So he says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. It will not take place. It will not happen. For the head of Aram is Damascus and the head of Damascus is only resin. And that's the king. So he's saying, basically, Syria, which is just this capital, which is just its king, right? There's one guy that's that's making these decisions that's being awful. Um, within 65 years, Ephraim, too, will be shattered to be a people. For the head of Ephraim is Samaria, which is the capital. And the head of Samaria is only Ramalia's son, which is Pekka, the current king of Israel. Right. So he's saying there's just these two guys that are really the evildoers. We're going to fucking, you know, they're, all the strength of these countries comes from these two pieces of shit. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to, God is going to handle this. They're not going to do what they have planned. If we just kill that Saddam Hussein area, Saddam Hussein <laughs> guy, the whole area is just going to notice uh, it's uh, clean right up. an era of peace. Yeah. And uh, he, he goes on to say, if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all, which I don't th- even think that's true, but that's okay. Um. It says, he says, God continues. So this is, by the way, this is Isaiah speaking to Ahaz, to the king. He's like prophesying, letting himself be a conduit from God to Ahaz. Mm-hmm. It says, again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. So he's saying, hey, you know what? You want to be sure that what God's saying is going to come true? Why don't you have him show you a sign? Yeah, don't take my word for it. Don't you want to see yeah. a miracle to verify my silly. claims? Yeah. Which is which also seems against what I feel like we've asking for a sign has seemed like a bad thing up to this point. I thought uh, there's it's a doubt. It's, it's kind doubting. of all over the fucking place. There, there, there's been a few instances. Uh, who was um? I think Joshua. No, not Joshua. Aaron and Moses. And yeah, they uh, asked for signs. They had they had, uh, they had they had multiple instances where the people were like, "I'm pissed about this," and he's like, "Oh yeah, you want to see some shit? I'm gonna make my staff grow flowers." Yeah, or yeah, I'm yeah. gonna, we're we're gonna swallow you up. Or how about you come into my house next Saturday and see what the fuck happens? You know. Yeah. Um, th- so it, so it, it's a- been Ahaz knows this. Ahaz knows that there is a basically God has a very tenuous relationship with asking for signs, mm-hmm. and so Ahaz says, "No, no, no, I'm not gonna test God. Fuck you. I'm not asking him for a sign." And Isaiah says, "No, fuck you. Oh, you think you're you don't think you got time for God?" And he has, I'm imagining, it's like, what what are you talking about? <laughs> like that has nothing to do with like what's going Isaiah on here. walks in. So basically, Isaiah walks in like, "Listen, Ahaz, I know you're worried about Israel and the northern tribes and Syria coming to kick our ass, but those guys are a bunch of fucking nobodies. It's who even heard of Pekka because he's just like the eighth guy to become king in the last month or something. You know, like yeah. they're, they're a bunch of fucking nobodies. Don't worry about it. If you put your faith in God, God is going to secure your future. And don't, you know, if you want me, I'll probably turn like 
some water bloody or I'll make some milk shoot out of my elbow. Whatever the fuck you want to see, I'll do it. <laughs> and Ahaz is like, I'm actually good. I don't care. I don't. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to waste my time with your shit. Um, and and Isaiah says, no, you're going to get a sign. In fact, that sign is going to be this virgin over here is going to have a baby. And that baby is going to be called Emmanuel, which means God with us, even though, as we'll find out soon, that's not what they named the baby. But you're going to, the virgin's going to have a baby, bada bing, bada boom. Before that baby is like three years old, Israel and Syria are going to be crushed. That's my, God's promise to you. It's a weird sign because it doesn't really prove anything because it's really easy to knock someone up. You know, Yeah, imagine you're Ahaz, right? And you got things to do and you got a whole nation and you've already been attacked and people have been killed and kidnapped and you're dealing with some problems. Some random dude just walks in and be like, listen, don't worry about those armies. In fact, I want you to do nothing. Don't prepare. I just want you to pray Zip. and sprinkle some blood all over the place and you're going to be good. And as proof... I'm gonna to point to some lady who's gonna have a baby and she's gonna give it a name. Is if that doesn't so, if that doesn't turn your head, I don't know what will. And let's be specific about what the word virgin means. The word virgin comes from the term to be hid away, and so it doesn't necessarily mean virginity, as we understand it. It means that it's a woman who's been kept away as women should be, which is mm-hmm. funny because virgin basically was a uh, not a unisex word. It meant a woman, mm-hmm. right? Men could admit the idea of male virginity was not a thing, but it's a woman who has been kept hidden from the eyes of men. The, so, the Kobe beef of women. And she specifically is now becoming this woman that we're in particular, because he's talking about a specific woman. She is a new, what, priestess, right? Uh, a prophetess. So she's basically like his ward. So basically, you know, oh, he's God. the prophet. He's Isaiah. As far as I can tell, he's been gifted this woman. Right. As like to she's going to be a prophetess. He's going to teach her how to do whatever fucking drugs they did to have these visions. And she's a young thing. So he's this old fucking nasty prophet. He turns. He's like, look, I just got this new piece of tribute. This 16, 15 year old girl. Yeah, Somehow she's she's pregnant. She's going to get pregnant soon. And before that little fucked up kid is three years old, you're going to be relieved of your problems. So, which even so, so he's like, so he's like, hey, you know me, I'm like one of those guys that just lived. I'm just one of those like suspicious bachelor types. Yeah, all right, you know that girl that's just been hanging out with me at my house uh, all alone for years and years. He's like, yeah, she's like, she's gonna get pregnant, and I, <laughs> like, and if that doesn't convince you to let me control the nation's armies, I don't know what will. And he has like, yeah. I, I, I just need you to leave. Actually, if you, could, you know? please go. So, um. It, we then go into this like whole insane story about how the Lord is going to whistle up flies from the Nile Delta in Egypt and for bees from the land of Assyria, and they're going to come settle and uh, you know fuck shit up. I guess I, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's kind of a weird vibe because from Kings and Chronicles, the way it goes is that Ahaz convinces Assyria to destroy Syria and Israel. Yeah. For Judah. Assyria then treats those nations as vassal states. Um, the reason Israel gets destroyed is that the, the last king of Israel stops paying his tribute to Assyria. So Assyria's like, all right, that's it. We're just going to kill the last year. And then Hezekiah is going to stop paying tribute to Assyria. And Assyria's like, yeah, I just did it to you, brother. I'm going to fucking do it to you. And gets tricked. Because God convinces Assyria that Egypt is planning a attack while they're sieging. So 
Judah has an alliance with Egypt for some fucking reason. Oh, I guess that kind of goes back to uh, um, Solomon. Solomon was married to yeah, an Egyptian Yeah, yeah, because he, so. he did a lot of... Uh, so it, yeah. it makes sense that they would have maintained Diplomacy. an alliance. But the, the point is, is that Egypt is a buddy of Judah uh, when we... We'll probably cover it, but Egypt's not strong enough to protect anybody. Egypt's not a, a major nation at this point compared to like yeah. Assyria and the, and How- the uh, Persians and such. But... Um, the, the the point is, he's like, yeah, yeah, don't, you know, I, I'm busy. And he's like, well, don't worry, God's going to send Assyrians and Egyptians to do something to somebody somewhere, which aligns with what we saw in Kings and Chronicles. Yeah. Is that those were the major um, players. Yeah, so he's talking, I don't know, he's waxing poetic about how the the land will be abundant, but also that it's covered in thorns. I don't know. He's going to shave their legs or whatever. I don't know. It's, yeah, he's going to shave their genitals and their beards, yeah. which... Bunch, Hopefully not in bunch that of guys order. are going to come from wines. It's going to be briars. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but basically no, the gist is I, like things are going to happen. Yeah, stuff is going to go down. And so that's and, chapter seven. And, and Isaiah is just like brush your shoulders, like oh, I thought I was going to get in trouble when that bitch got pregnant, but I think I found a I think I found a believable excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Why so, is that girl that's with you pregnant? Be like um to beat Israel. Like oh, all right, <laughs> we got to win. You got it. So, um, chapter eight kicks off and Isaiah says, the Lord said to me, take a large scroll and write on it with an ordinary pen, Maher Shalal Hash Baz, which by the way, if you're curious, means quick to the plunder, swift to the spoil. I don't know why. Uh, we'll get to that. So Isaiah calls in a priest and, uh, another witness, this guy, Zachariah to be witnesses. And he says, in front of them, he made love to this prophetess that we mentioned earlier, this virgin, right? So kind of ends that whole period of her life. Yeah. And, uh, Wait, so the whole point was that the miracle is going to be a virgin's birth? Yes. And he's like, by the way, I wouldn't fuck that virgin. I'm like, okay. Well, she was a virgin when she got pregnant, that's, sort of, I guess. like the day before. I, I so, guess that's true. On that day, she was a virgin, and on that day, she, she uh, you know, conceived. So- she gives birth to this child and he names him that weird ass name that he wrote on the, on the scroll, Maher Shalal Hashbaz. And it says, uh, for before the boy knows how to say my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus and the plunder of Samaria will fall and be carried off by the King of Assyria. So that's the fulfillment of the prophecy, right? Now, hilariously, Christians believe that this didn't fulfill it. Even though Isaiah is literally saying, this is the boy. Hey, this is going to happen. Here's the boy. This is it. They believe that Jesus is the virgin birth. Well, that doesn't make uh, any fucking sense. Why are they arguing with Isaiah? Isaiah said it. Yeah. So yeah, why would they argue with the prophecy. guy? Yeah, it's his prophecy. And it's obviously, even if you're a fucking idiot, you'd be like, obviously, it wasn't even a prophecy in the first place. He just, he just fucked his he saw, priestess. Yeah, he just. Yeah. I don't know, he, man. He's just trying to secure his bastard child. Make him famous, you know? My stupid-ass concordance is like, you see, this didn't fulfill it that well because, yeah, she was a virgin then, but then she wasn't a virgin anymore, but Mary stayed a virgin the whole way. We know that has to be true. So that's that's like, how we will overcome yeah. Isaiah probably meant... I, so Isaiah was like, by the way, uh, a virgin's going to give birth to someone named Emmanuel, 
And by Which the way, there never is a child named that. Yeah. By the way, here's a I'm, I'm having a child who I'm not going to name Emmanuel, but I did fuck a virgin. You know what? I you know what I'm going to say? I don't really know if we care too much what Isaiah has to say. One of the funniest things is that the concordance also says you'll notice that he didn't name the child Emmanuel. And yeah, sure, that wasn't Jesus's name either. But you know, come on. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> it's important that it's not his name now, but it won't be later. No. Uh, stupid. It's a dumb book. But Christians are obsessed with calling Jesus Emmanuel uh, because I think to connect it to this prophecy, which is very fucking lame. Uh, yeah, um, I don't love it. There's there's a lot of we'll, we'll talk when we get when we finally get to the New Testament. We'll talk about how much of Jesus's life was deliberately him trying to pretend he was a major prophet, and then how much of it was retconning and other authors writing hundreds of years later like by the way did you know that this prophecy from isaiah also came true and this also you know like i don't know it's very silly no matter which side you take in taking this prophecy seriously because clearly it was just a boy trying to get his nut <laughs> right 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 it is kind of funny that you're you're, you're tying the, you know tying the prophecy of jesus to a lecherous prophet i'm guessing Hanging out yes. with a preteen girl and being like, by Presumably. the way, that chick is going to get pregnant. Oh, we know. <laughs> by the way, that chick is going to get pregnant and it's a miracle. Who can explain it? I don't know. I, I Not me, I'm sure. And also, I'm going to predict a the downfall of two nations, even though I wasn't mentioned the first time we talked about it. Yeah. Like technically, Isaiah in Kings and Chronicles, Isaiah enters the story after Syria and Damascus, after Syria and Samaria have already been destroyed. So the idea of him being like, yeah. by the way, I predicted that, I called that, I called that shot. The fact that he's insider trading with this chick's pussy is, you know, Jesus, he's a sicko. Um, so then, in a moment of post nut clarity, he prophesies again, uh, just going off. Yeah, Syria is going to basically crush. Syria and Israel, and then, but guess what? Eventually, it's going to overflow, and it's going to sweep into Judah. Um, its outspread ring- wings will cover the breadth of your land, Emmanuel. Again, whoever the fuck Emmanuel. I mean, the baby's not. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, raise the war cry, you nations, and be shattered. Blah blah blah. He just. It's really. It's very ranty. I don't get it. Yeah. He 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 just it. imagine imagine Isaiah nuts inside of you. And then he just starts shrieking about, like, by the way, Israel's going to get attacked too. And, you know, it, to try to, try to wrap your brain around this. So Isaiah goes to Ahaz and says, listen, don't do anything. And God is going to destroy Israel and Syria, right? Yeah. And then to prove it, this bitch is going to give birth and it's going to be crazy. Like, because she's a virgin. Can't believe it. And then in this book, the next book, he's like, by the way, I fucked her. And uh, she gave birth. And then I I started talking about how Israel and uh, Syria were going to be destroyed and how Assyria was eventually going to turn against Judah. Here's the thing. Ahaz didn't give two shits what Isaiah had to say. He's not mentioned in the first books. Ahaz bribes Assyria by sacking the temple. Yeah. So there couldn't be more reason for God to not do what Ahaz wants. 
uh, God had no intention or had no obligation to, for whatever reason, for the most wicked king there is, who is burning yeah. his own children, God Allegedly. allows himself to be robbed and then allows the destruction of northern – God hates northern Israel so fucking much that he was willing to let Ahaz save oh, Judah like by stealing from him to pay off another army that would eventually also attack Judah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And then it, that it's written as this big prophecy of how, you know, I don't know. Yeah, the prophecy doesn't line up with what actually happened. Right. I mean, is the original text, the Kings and Chronicles, is that used to slander Ahaz? Like, did the, is that made up in post? Uh, is or any of it real? This, Does any of it make I, sense? It's very contradictory, I, I, at, I, at the least. I'm going to assume that all of this is made up by people who had no firsthand knowledge of the events. Yeah. And it's all just bullshit trying to fanfic bullshit. The uh, There's a word, like the way, uh, it's like what Assassin's Creed does. Uh, yeah. Historical fiction, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Inserting. Yeah, uh, what's a, what's a famous things. example of that? Um, the Three Musketeers, right? Okay. The Three Musketeers is about three guys who apparently have like four guys, technically. Um, D'Artagnan and the Three Musketeers. Um, who have like these massive conspiracies and they're in all the major battles and they're helping out and you have count richelieu who is a real person uh it's cast against this actual yeah yeah count count richelieu who's an actual person in real life as like this major villain who they're constantly fighting with and they're saving france whatever and it's like that isn't really what happened but we're going to pretend these four guys were just there at the battles and they were you know they had all these major events not what happened but so in that same way that's how i feel about these books where isaiah this idea of some prophet named isaiah inserting himself in the situation and being like by the way ahaz i guarantee syria you have to just trust in god and syria will be destroyed this bitch is going to get pregnant and Ahaz is like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything you say. I'm not going to worship God. I'm not going to pray to him. I'm actually just going to pay off a bully to go kick their ass. And Isaiah's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. So <laughs> I'm still going to fuck her if that's what you're, if that's what you're, yeah, yeah. That's you, you're questioning. You, you think that would stop me? And then he's um, predicting that Assyria would then attack Judah, which, by the way, doesn't happen until Hezekiah. And Hezekiah, I don't know, invites it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it is very, uh, at some point, I think maybe when we get to the old test, the end of the old Testament, we need to like have an episode episode where we just talk about Isaiah, all these fucking lines, you know? And yeah. And like the different ways that the story is told and, and stuff like that. It's, but it doesn't, I I don't know. Ahaz doesn't listen to Isaiah. Uh, Ahaz steals from the church to pay off Assyria. So, but that isn't apparent in this book, which is what's confusing. It's right. so Isaiah focused that he doesn't even talk about what's actually happening. Apparently, yeah, I- Isaiah's but, like, uh, and then I told the king this, and then I went home and I fucked this girl, and I gave it the wrong the name, end. and then I shrieked. I had a post come shriek where I talked about <laughs> a bunch of prophecy. Yeah, he goes off on like a real scree. Not, and then he gets it. Yeah. He gets to the end, and he's talking about you know. Oh, by the way, don't listen to mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter. I don't know. Doesn't seem or doesn't seem relevant. Is there? It makes me feel like maybe there, he had some competition, like other prophets, and that's what he's. I don't know. Yeah, don't, it's kind it of weird. He's sense. like he's like listen, 
He's like, listen, don't listen to mediums and people who think they can talk to the dead or can reach out and channel God. The only one to listen to is me, the guy that talks to the dead and channels God and fucks bitches. Yeah. I don't see any of those witches getting There's puss. the proof. Yeah. Hey, is she pregnant? Yeah. She's pregnant. I told you. So, I told you she'd get pregnant. Somehow that girl I fucked got pregnant. If that isn't a miracle from God. Yeah. The witnesses saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, very strange. There was a whole bunch of people in that room filming and stuff. So, <laughs> anyway, that's I. That's plenty. This is a weird, a weird episode because it, it's again so it's so tied to earlier events and also so different from them, or at least, and ignores the major aspects of it, like the fact that Isaiah is completely. I don't even know. Just did he just not know it was going on? Is he just having sex with his prophetess and being like, I'm really making a difference? And meanwhile, like, like I'm just imagining Ahaz creeping in the background, looks at them fucking goes, yuck. And then just goes to the back room and steals all the silver and walks out. They're still going. He's like, fucking yuck, man. <laughs> just keeps going. She's so young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's what he does. And it's awful. And I kind of think that we need to pick up the speed after this one, just looking ahead. Yeah. It's... Well, I would have done nine, but nine seems to have a direct, it just goes straight into 10. Yeah, no, that's perfect. So we'll have to, I don't want to break it up and go in the middle because it's not thematic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. So. What a fun story. But this quote unquote predict, so wait, is Christ really supposed to be quote unquote Emmanuel? Are they trying to say that Emmanuel, the prophecy wasn't fulfilled? Yes. Because Assyria is not even a fucking thing by the time Jesus comes back. Correct. You know, so the idea that Syria and the northern tribes of Israel. So technically, haven't they been destroyed by then? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, by the way, uh, in the age of the Roman Empire, there will be a guy and everything will be destroyed. I don't know. I guess. It's stupid. But we'll talk more about that when we get to Jesus, I think. Okay. And look back at these prophecies and see what lines up. It it doesn't make... T- I mean, that especially is its own thing. I, that doesn't make any sense. I, I don't think you need to. My, my Bible kind of is like, oh, hey, by the way, two virgins gave birth. You know, and two... Yeah. You know, it's a repeat of the prophecy, even though it wasn't deliberately made. But... Yeah. And it's not it's like... Goofy. It's not even like... It's not even like Emmanuel is a messiah figure. He's just a he is a miracle. He's just a proof. He he yeah. exists. And isn't even a miracle though. Yeah. A, a right. very weak one. Hey, the chick I had sex with had a kid. Like, all right. This is proof yeah. of what? It's proof that there's a God. Like I, I guess, proof, but proof that proof that my boys are swimmers. Proof that I should have, but <sighs> Proof. So he's like. By the way, this. Maybe it was a real miracle. Maybe she's like five years old or something. Oh God! Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, some kind of miracle. Um, but it was I Brazil. Mean, <laughs> but um, uh, I, I guess my point is, he's like, yeah, I I have proof that my prophecy that Syria and Israel will be destroyed is that this chick is going to get pregnant. That's sort of what Isaiah said. But what's yeah. sort of lacking from Isaiah's story is that Ahaz destroyed those by paying off the Assyrians and not worshiping God or giving to God. So I, I don't know. That was his whole point. Is like Isaiah's like, hey, you need to worship God and let him destroy 
Israel and Syria. And the proof that that's what you need to do to be successful is this chick is going to have a kid and they're going to be destroyed on their own. But Ahaz doesn't wait for that. He just pays no. off Assyria, has Assyria do it. Well, we don't have the timeline since it doesn't even talk about that in this book, yeah. which is frustrating. Maybe later on it'll talk about it, but I, I don't know. It doesn't look like it will. Uh, I haven't even gotten to the part where like Hezekiah's in it. So. Yeah, we'll we'll figure that out in future episodes. But it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, I'm trying to figure out how Isaiah himself thinks that his prophecy got fulfilled. I mean, I guess it's true that Syria. It'd be like it'd be like, hey, listen, you see this young girl I brought over, and they're like, yeah, and it's like, I guarantee that that home will be demolished and rubble by next Friday because I'm gonna bang her in this alleyway later, and he's like, yeah. okay, and he's like, so wait, you're saying it's just gonna magically become demolished? He's like, yeah, I predict it, and he's like, okay, and then like the guy just hires a contractor to come with a bulldozer, well, no, and the guy's fucking in the alley like, see, I told you, yeah, 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 I don't know. And it, it was a plenty of time because it's like before the kid turned three or whatever. So yeah. that's like years. That's like four years almost. Yeah. Anyway. Meanwhile, they fun. have already Done. taken the city of uh, Elath. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not even like we're just going to let them control our major seaport and pray that God takes over because in three years, some kid you know is going to. And what, what's the kid? Gonna, the kid's going to know right from wrong. They mentioned that, like, he's going to know good and evil, like. Yeah. I don't know, man. And they never get that port back. They never get Elath back. Um, It says in Chronicles, it said, to this day, it's owned by whoever. Oh, the Edomites took over. Yeah. yeah well, the yeah, Assyrians yeah. took it back. And, and then, then gave the it to Edomites, the Edomites, basically. The Edomites took it over. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Whatever. Stupid. That's enough of this. Um, If you don't already. Uh, what did I say? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can't follow us on Twitter until Cole makes one later today. I'm going to do it. But you can email us at a revelations podcast at gmail.com. I swear to God, I'll do it. Let us know how your 2021 was. What are we, we going to talk about? I care. We mentioned it in the cold uh, open. The Witcher. Video. Huh? The Witcher. Oh, yeah. It's a good show. You liked it? Season two. Season two well, season one was kind of confusing because the timeline issues. I don't know why they decided, so, decided to do that. Let's clarify. You have not read the books, right? No, but I've played the game. You played the game. Same thing. Okay, well, I guess. So, the reason why I don't think I'll like it is because I love the books. And the time skip things are... Conf- not. I, I, it makes sense in the books. They stopped doing that in season two, though. There's no more time Well, that's skipping. that's how it is in the books. So, in the... And, and I don't know. So, I'm going to describe The Witcher as I experienced it. Okay. The Witcher is all about how Geralt is kind of a fucking crybaby. He's powerful enough to fight monsters, and he's much stronger than humans, but he's living in a world filled with wizards and dragons and people that will kick the absolute shit out of him. His main love interest is Yennefer, and the main thing they do is cheat on each other, and Geralt just has to watch her fuck young guys and kind of cry in the corner. That seems to be the main theme of the first couple of books is that they have like a hundred years where they'll start dating. They kind of mentioned that in the first season of the Witcher show where he's like, well, you left me and I left you and blah, blah, blah. But I think in the books, it's much more clear that Geralt is kind of a sad boy about it. 
And like, cause he'll just like show up in a town and like, be like, Oh, Hey, I'm here to see this wizard. And like Yennefer's just like, by the way, I sucked his fucking cock last week. And he's like, all right, that's fine. And the guy just walks up like, and by the way, I'm rich. You know, and Geralt's like, okay, <laughs> well, I just finished rummaging around the sewer. And like Geralt will be like, by the way, you know, witchers don't have emotions. And Yennefer's like, I see you crying. You're crying right now. I'm looking in your eyes. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not crying. I don't need you. But I am going to like, like there's an entire subplot in one of the books where there's a wizard who is desperately in love with Yennefer and can't get Yennefer to stay with him. And Yennefer, yeah. whenever she's fighting with Geralt, goes and fucks that guy. And then she'll be his girlfriend. And then they'll have a fight or she gets bored with him and then she'll go home and fuck Geralt. She's a bad chick, all right? But when you live hundreds of years and you can't get STDs and you can't get pregnant, you know. Yeah, why fuck, not? Yeah, whatever. But Geralt obviously has emotions. And he'll be like, yeah. she's fucking that guy again, isn't she? The one with the washboard abs and that huge car. Man, I fucking hate that guy. So they finally meet up to have, like, a fight about it. <laughs> to be like, all right, we're both going to fight over Yennefer. And then Yennefer's like, I'm not even... You can still do it, but I don't... You should. Here's what I think you should do. Yeah. Go to watch season two. Start off season two, episode okay. one. It'll show you a recap of season one. Mm-hmm. That's all you need, because you already know the right. story. General. It'll just give... It'll let you know the notes that it really highlighted in the show. Sure. And, and start off season two, episode one. Every single episode so far has been a banger. Okay. Because I didn't like the first season either. The whole it like meh. the whole like the whole thing of like Yennefer desperate for a child that's kind of part of it, but it wasn't something she cared about. And a lot of those lines where she's like, "I want everything," blah blah. Yennefer is a cold-hearted bitch. The game gets her right. The game gets yeah. her absolutely right that she just like looks down on Geralt, and it's more treats him it's like more a dog. Like, you know, we're moving more in that direction with this okay. season. All right. I think. I, 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 There's some really interesting stuff, and maybe that's but. just kind of something I really liked. Was that it really kind of comes into sort of like the, the Geralt is at his core kind of a, I don't know, just a sad boy who can't compete and is like, mm, I'm just a, I'm kind of, it, it, to me, it's almost like a janitor or like a, like a, like a cop, like a beat cop is in love with like a wealthy politician and she's obviously got things to do and she's better than him, but he can shoot yeah. black kids. And so she's like, all right, well, that kind of turns me on sometimes. But obviously, but I have things time. to do, and you're you're poor, and you're Irish, and you smell like shit. Like I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna bring you to the governor's mansion, obviously. <laughs> so he's just constantly. Geralt is just constantly dealing with feelings of insecurity, and it kind of you know I don't know. I relate to that because I'm Polish, sure. but yeah, and yeah, he's Polish, so we've got so much in common. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, but Henry Cavill, not not to get into, that's, you know, obviously not to get too. Henry sick. Cavill can't be a sad boy. Look at him. <laughs> but uh, I, well, that's the whole point. Is like as tough as The Witcher is, as tough as uh, Henry Cavill. You know, obviously a jack dude, but he can't teleport. He can't live forever. He he can't make apples turn into wine or whatever the fuck. All all the other wizards just look at him like he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. All That's the wizard and stuff. So I don't know. It, there, there's there's a lot of that where like she'll bring him to a ball and they're all like, "Who is this grotesque idiot?" <laughs> you know? All right. Well, we'll circle back once you watch a little of season two. Uh, no rush. You know, I'll whenever. watch season two eventually. But I, I I saw all the reviews and the reviews were that it um, strays greatly from the books and is more Yennefer and Siri focused, which also confused me because the books are. Almost exclusively Yennefer and Siri. You can just tell people haven't read the books. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the books themselves are just Geralt going from place to place, and all the interesting things 
are done by or Jennifer Siri and Siri. Yeah, so that's pretty much so what happens. The fact that they said that the books completely are different than the that it strays deeply from the books, but also is Siri and Jennifer focused kind of confused me. I just didn't feel much interest, but I'll, I guess I'll watch it. If you liked it, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Um, if the, if you don't like episode one, then you, you can just quit. cut it. But yeah. episode one's great, okay. I think. Anyways, right. uh, everyone have a great week. I hope everyone finds a, a some time to celebrate January sixth before we come back. <laughs> yeah, January sixth is coming up. We're gonna uh, we're gonna bab it for apples. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>